Hello and good morning. Joe Justice here coming to you live on May 26, 2023. It is Friday and we are going into the Memorial Day weekend. I hope you guys are excited and I hope that you're ready for a little outdoor adventure, maybe some barbecuing or camping or something of that nature. I know here at the office at Advantage Technology, we are doing a huge cookout. So keep an eye out for some of the videos and stuff that we're going to be sharing regarding that because it's a lot of fun we've got everybody coming in to be part of that but let's jump right into our guest who i have for you today it's a very exciting guest his 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 work isn't really very good for a podcast i'll be honest so you will definitely want to check out his website and check out his social media to see what he's up to because he is a photographer here in town here in charleston and uh, his name is Raphael Barker, and he is the photographer and the owner of Raphael Barker Photography. So, pretty easy to remember that. Raphael, welcome to the Canal Valley Hustler podcast. And let me ask you, buddy, what's your hustle? Hey, man. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of fun that you asked me to jump on here. I mean, we've known one another for almost 15 years now. In fact, like I think you were employed at the same uh, place. Uh, where I had my first job after my undergrad experience. Many, many years ago. Yeah. Many minutes ago. And I think the hustle is something that I've acquired over the last 15 years of learning what that actually, what inspires me and what motivates me. And at the time I was doing videography back then and I really had no direction or anything like that. And I ended up transitioning into insurance sales for about 12 or 13 years. And I think it was during that time that I also got my my MBA at the University of Charleston. And all of that kind of experience, real world experience kind of motivated me to find something that I could call my own. And so I think back around 2014, right after I'd finished my master's, I picked up a camera in a creative way and realized that that was something that I was called to do and a passion of mine. And really that's been my hustle since was trying to find my voice, finding my creative eye, uh, finding a way that I can use that skill and the way that I see the world to impact my community. And really I think that's the motivation is to elevate the imaging and branding of uh, individuals and businesses in our community and also to give um, a, a spotlight to organizations or uh, subsets of our community who may otherwise not have as much exposure as we would hope they could have. And that's really been the hustle, honestly. Well, photography is a pretty interesting business and videography too, because it's, you know, being a business owner, it's part, part of it is being an, an artist, but the other part is getting the business, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's its own world isn't it tell me a little bit about what's what's it like uh being a business owner and you know not just getting a steady paycheck but relying not only on your you know learning your skills as far as your actual art but also you know just the practical business experience yeah i mean i think that's been the real takeaway i've had over the last couple of years so backing up i actually was working on developing my skill set for about seven years before i really started asking people if they wanted me to do some work for them for money and that overlapped with being an entrepreneur um 
uh, well, wanting to be an entrepreneur, but selling insurance for another agent and developing the skill set of how to build relationships with our community members, how to have heartfelt and connected conversations with people, and really finding what my place was with that relationship and figuring out how I could answer someone's question or fulfill their need. And really and truly, that's what photography is and that's what sales is, right? I mean, at the end of the day, when you're operating a business, you are working to show someone that you can provide them something that will elevate their brand, that will give them a, a, a better return than not having your work, right? Did, did you have did you have like a eureka moment? Was there a point when you decided like, this is what I want to do? I'm, I'm going to go full headlong into it and really commit to it. Did you have a decision point? Um, it's funny. I would say the there was an inflection point. I mean, we have those in our lives for sure. Mine was right around New Year's of 2021 and just recognizing that I was no longer in a position with the work that I was doing where I was satisfied or happy necessarily with the routine that I uh, created for myself. I didn't feel like I was giving the type of impact that I could have where I'm in more direct control of the work that I was doing. And I would say around that period of time was when I really said, let me go ahead and start really putting feelers out and seeing if this is something that I can do. And I mean, it's interesting. I'm self-employed and over the course of that 10 year period, I've been able to develop that. Ah, my light just turned off. So that's (laughs) a new thing. I have a modeling light on my light. So let me see if I can turn that back on one second. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Yeah, so I guess it's a turn-off difficulty. It's all good. We're back. So anyway, I mean, I think that was really the inflection point. So 2021, I'm going to turn my big light on because that's a new experience. So just one second. I didn't realize that that was going to turn off. Well, it's you know good. what? This is the best thing about uh, about doing something live is uh, you never know exactly what's going to happen. Well, that looks great. That's a great place. That looks good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the whole studio. So I just put the backdrop behind me so that you wouldn't have to see all the mess. But it is tell, what it is. Tell me a little bit about your studio. Yeah, man. Um, it is. I rent a space over in on the west side in Charleston. I don't know how to turn the screen around, but I can show you if I know how to do that. Let's see right here. And so I've got a whole backdrop. It's a cyclorama with a bunch of lights. I've got like 17 different lights that I've purchased over the last couple of years. A bunch of lenses, my camera. I always Very shoot cool. tethered so that I'm always in a position where as I'm making the imagery, the client can see what we're creating. And that makes it more efficient. And I honestly like that kind of setup because it allows us to have direct uh, reactions to the imagery we're making. But the other side of it too is like I can have the test image, that first image we shoot, and then put all of the edits that we want to do for that specific uh, shot. And then every shot that comes in is already stylized the way that we would want it to look. So the client actually sees basically the finished product right away. So are you doing a lot of uh, post, uh, post-shoot post editing and stuff, or do you do things pretty raw? What's, what's your kind of working process? Yeah, um, I definitely like to try to fix it in pre if I can. You know, so a lot of real care to how it's lit a lot of real care to what the composition is with minimal post-processing. I'm not going to be someone who's going to be like making your skin look waxy and weird. 
I'm not going to be removing every single wrinkle off your face. There might be some light retouching. And if you have an, a, a dermal abrasion or a blemish that you've acquired that week from stress, I might remove that, um, especially for headshots, you know, something like that, where it's not going to be this eyesore when you hand your business card, all they see is that thing right here, you know. But yeah, no, um, I try to get as much of it done correctly up front because, you know, you want in, in that way, you're able to deliver more imagery at the end of the day because you're not going to be spending so much time per image and you can focus more on how many different poses can you get for the client and how many different looks can you get if they want to change their outfits. And I know you, uh, I've seen you quite a bit around town, especially going to like community events. Do you, is that part of your, is that part of your business model? Are you doing that pro bono or how are you, how are you getting to all these events? So that's actually where I was kind of going with regard to finding my place in the community and, and trying to maximize my impact. I think at the end of the day, um, it, it would be foolish of me if all I did was just one specific style of imagery and then relying on the community as a whole to help sustain me. You know, I'm not someone who's going to charge so much that I can uh, operate with 100 uh, sessions a year or 40 weddings a year, let's say. So I'm not going to be putting myself in that kind of situation. But what that also means for me is I'll have to find other ways to maximize uh, my potential earnings. And as you know, uh, with different events that you've been party to, the, the more that you're in your community, the more your, your community recognizes what you're doing and the more that you have access to new people to meet who can potentially uh, connect with you for the work you're uh, able to provide them. And so there are occasions when I might, might give my services, um, but most of the times when you see me out and uh, doing an event, it's because an organization has hired me to make imagery because in many of these cases, they're nonprofit organizations. And what they're doing is they're wanting to show donor partners or uh, as they're pursuing grants, here are things that we've able, been able to do. Here's direct impact and here's imagery to show you that we did the thing we said we were going to do. That's great. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. One of the things that I tell people that are coming up all the time, it's important to get out there to to see and be seen, as they say. You've got to get out there in your community. You got to get people to see you. One of uh, one of my favorite stories. There was a there was a um, this was back at the turn of the century. There was a, a marketing you know one of the big advertising guys even before the uh, the Mad Men era, um, and he used to wear a red cape everywhere he went. This was in New York City. And the whole point was he was the only one wearing the red cape. So he, he made uh, got lots of attention that way. So it's definitely a hustler move. You got to get out there. You got to get out there in the community. Raph, thank you so much for joining me here today. I want to see, is there anything else you want to leave? Is there one little piece of advice that you would give somebody that's interested in photography or if they're interested, maybe, maybe it's not photography. Maybe they've got some other kind of a skill or an art that they're wanting to get to a point where they can, you know, make it their living. Um, what would you recommend? What would you? What would be the first step that you would uh, give somebody that was looking to get into that direction? Man, <laughs> the the thing that I wish I'd learned early on was not to compare yourself to others, and that you are only in competition with yourself. Um, that every time you interact with someone else's work, allow that to be an opportunity for inspiration, and a not no, no self criticism. You know, you want to have very thoughtful and intentional goals um, and so make sure that what you're pursuing you take the time to study you take the time to practice and then at the end of the day 
live a full life. Connect with your community, your friends, your family, because the work is only as creative as you are able to make a full life for yourself. So the more full life that you, you're able to have, the more that'll re- reflect in your work, I think. I think that's excellent advice from, from a Canal Valley hustler for sure to all the other Canal Valley hustlers out there. Raph, thanks you, thank you again so much. Anybody, where can people find you if they want to th- follow your photography? So I'm on Instagram at Raphael Barker or Raphael Barker BW for my black and white work. I'm also on Facebook at Raphael Barker Photography. And those are the primary access points that I have for people to find my work. All right, Raphael Barker, everybody, be sure to give him a follow, give him a like and a share. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And I want to thank you for watching here today. We will be back next week, not on Monday because it's Memorial Day weekend. I hope everybody takes some time this weekend, especially if you're a hustler, take some time this weekend to spend some time with your family, to get out, have a barbecue, get outside, have a little bit of fun. Don't be working all weekend long. Thank you for watching. I will talk to you next week, and bye-bye for now.